KPBS On Demand is supported by Under the Sun Foundation, presenting the Candlewood Arts Festival in Borrego Springs, featuring temporary public art projects that engage community and place. March 23rd. More at candlewoodartsfestival.org. Gas prices are hitting record highs in San Diego County. Californians are paying more at the pump than anywhere in the country, with some stations now charging more than $7 a gallon. This week, we're diving into why that is and the resulting battle that's brewing between the governor and big oil as gas rebate checks start hitting bank accounts. You're listening to KPBS Roundtable. KPBS On Demand is supported by Under the Sun Foundation, presenting the Candlewood Arts Festival in Borrego Springs, featuring temporary public art projects that engage community and place. March 23rd. More at candlewoodartsfestival.org. It's impossible not to notice. Gas prices are higher than they've ever been. The station right down the street from my home in San Diego's Birdland neighborhood was, get this, $7.70 a gallon this week. We're hearing that maintenance at major refineries and high demand are among the factors to blame, but there's also underlying issues. The oil lobby points to Governor Gavin Newsom's ambitious climate goals and his war on gas companies, but Newsom sees this very differently, more like a shakedown. It just doesn't add up. The degree of divergence from the national prices has never happened before. And oil companies, they provide no explanation. The fact is, they're ripping you off. Their record profits are coming at your expense. We're diving into all this this week with our panel of journalists that have been covering this this week. Rob Nicoleski is the energy reporter from the San Diego Union-Tribune. Capital Public Radio's politics and government reporter Nicole Nixon is here with us. And KPBS's Alexander Wynn is back this week. I want to thank you all so much for being here. Alex, first question is going to go to you. We just heard from the governor, and we'll get into some more of what he said and his plan to tax these oil profits. But can you first just, you know, remind us of this sort of roller coaster ride that we've been on with gas prices? Sure. I mean, this year, what's really started off with the gas prices rising is the war in Ukraine. Now, oil prices spiked because of the uncertainties. And since then, prices have dropped for, I think, 70 days straight. Uh, but it's now rising again because of planned and unplanned maintenance at some of the refineries here in California. So that's what's driving up the prices now. And I have a question for all you, all of you, just a quick one. What was the last amount per gallon that you all paid for for gas? And if you could sort of say where that was, I was about 611, 615, and that was about a week ago. Alex, what about you? For me, it was yesterday I paid about 650 per gallon, and that was here in uh, central San Diego. Rob, Nicole? Up here in Sacramento, I think I paid about six oh five, um, but that was using a ten cent grocery gallon reward, <laughs> and that was about a week ago. Yeah, I filled up on Sunday. I think it was about six dollars and fifteen cents a gallon. I do remember that by the time I filled everything up in, in my tank, it came to almost seventy five bucks. Wow, seventy five bucks. Some people pushing a hundred. And you know, unlike parts of the East Coast, most Californians they use their cars to get around and even go to work. So this is something that really impacts a lot of people who are listening. And Alex, earlier this week, you went out and spoke with some San Diegans who are really feeling the pain at the pump. University of San Diego grad student Bryson Patterson, he didn't hold back in his comments to you. 
I really, I do think like a lot of the talk about it being kind of an opportunistic pricing by big oil companies is like pretty realistic. I think it's kind of BS that the gas prices are back up to what they were. Alex, when you're out there talking to people, is that something that you're hearing a lot? Yeah, that is definitely what I'm hearing. People are talking, are thinking that the oil companies are gouging consumers. And when you think about it, the California gas tech is only about 51 cents per gallon. So it doesn't explain the huge difference between the national average and the prices here in San Diego or in, in California. In San Diego, I believe it's about $2.60 difference between you know, what we pay and what the national average is, average is, which is around 380. I haven't checked today, but I think it's around 380 this week. Yeah, it's hard to miss that gap there. And I want to bring in Nicole Nixon from Cap Radio. You know, Nicole, people often say the party in charge always gets blamed for price increases. But can you sort of give us some background here? Like who sets gas prices? Are they regulated by people like Governor Gavin Newsom or even President Joe Biden? No, uh, the people in charge of this country are, you know, not setting and regulating gas prices. I think if they if they did, uh, a lot, we'd be paying a lot less because it would, you know, it'd be good for them. Um, and I think the decision uh, from OPEC this week to cut production really shows that the people in charge have very limited power over these sorts of things. You know, they can try to influence more more production, but it's not like they can actually make that happen. Um, they can do some things, though. President Joe Biden released some oil from the country's strategic reserves earlier this year. In Governor Newsom's case, uh, last week he directed the California Air Resources Board to uh, allow refineries and gas stations to sell a winter blend of gasoline a month early. Um, it's a cheaper to make, and some refineries have it on hand already. Um, but these are short-term fixes set to high gas prices. In the long term, you know, California wants to phase out the use of oil in gas-powered cars. So as production declines in the coming years and decade, um, you know, and this is a goal of this governor and Democratic lawmakers, oil will get more expensive. But there is hope that, you know, there will be enough accessible energy alternatives, more and cheaper electric cars, um, so that it, that won't be felt as much. And we're going to get into some of what you just mentioned there later, especially OPEC cutting back on what they're putting out. But first, let's bring in San Diego Union Tribune reporter Rob Nicoleski. You know, Rob, headlines this week are Californians are paying 70 percent more at the pump than other parts of the country. And at the top, we mentioned that there's been some issues with refineries right now. Do we know exactly what's going on there and how long it could keep impacting the market here? Yeah, there's been five outages at California refineries in the past month or so. Some of them, as Alexander mentioned, are planned. Some of them are unplanned. Uh, one thing that uh, that happened was back in the springtime at the start of the Russian-Ukraine uh, war, that gas prices and oil prices went way up. So refiners didn't pause to do maintenance during the spring because they wanted to take advantage of those higher prices. So then since they didn't do their maintenance in the spring, they held off and did them in September, and that was a big reason for the for the uh, price increase. As far as the unplanned outages go, there's been a couple. There was a fire at the Philip 66 refinery in Los Angeles. Inventories are way down. Gasoline inventories are way down in the West Coast. But things might be clearing up. The average price per gallon in San Diego was down on Thursday, just by a penny, but it was down. It was the first time in almost three weeks we've seen a decline in the price from one day to the next. 
And let's get back to the governor and his little dust up with oil companies. Rob, we know that you covered Newsom's accusations, basically saying that big oil is pulling a fast one on consumers here. Before we get into some of that and what he wants to do, have we heard from oil companies on these accusations? Well, the California Energy Commission sent uh, a letter to the five big refiners in California about a week ago. I just got uh, on Thursday, I got um, a copy of one of one response came from PBF refineries and they brought up a couple of points. They said, first of all, that since 1980, approximately 1 million barrels per day of crude oil refining capacity has been permanently shut down in California. And the other thing they brought up was that there are only a few refineries outside of California that manufacture the specific fuel blends mandated by the state's regulation. So those were a couple of things that PBF refinery pointed to as far as the higher price. And we know that Governor Newsom's comments, they came with a promise. Uh, Nicole, how does he want to use taxes to hold these oil companies accountable? And it also sounds like that a San Diego lawmaker is involved in some of these efforts, too. Yeah, uh, as leader of the state Senate, uh, pro tem Tony Atkins of San Diego is closely involved in a lot of these decisions and discussions. Um, Late last week, Newsom threw out this, you know, video that he wanted to impose a windfall tax on uh, oil companies and, and like we talked about, basically accused them of fleecing consumers and pointing out that the, the high prices um, don't necessarily add up to what's happening in the market. Um, so he wants to do this windfall tax. I will point out that this was actually a proposal earlier this year in the legislature. A Democratic lawmaker, Alex Lee, um, amended a bill to to create a windfall tax and do what Newsom's proposing here, but it was shelved and it didn't go anywhere and Newsom did not support it at the time. Uh, and then there are also some questions, you know, about the timeline here. Newsom announced this on Friday. The legislative session is done for the year. So unless he wants to call lawmakers into a special session just to do this, uh, which would be uncommon, um, it's unlikely or, you know, this won't this won't go anywhere until at least January when the legislature reconvenes. And Rob, do we know how that would work? Like, would this money be putting back into the pockets of Californians or... That's a very good question. The governor did not get into specifics when he had that Twitter video release. But I talked to Jamie Cord of Public Watchdogs. They're a consumer group based in L.A. who's been uh, very much a thorn in the side of the oil industry. I asked him what he foresaw, and he came up with a suggestion of something like 75 cents per gallon cap as far as that windfall profits tax goes. And that way, anything over that 75 cents would have to be returned by the uh, oil companies, I guess, back to either the the state tax board or or to consumers directly. There has been a couple of windfall profits tax. There's been discussion of that here in the U.S., but I don't know of any state that has imposed that as far as a gasoline windfall profits tax. But overseas, The UK imposed a windfall profits tax earlier this summer. Now, that wasn't specifically on gasoline. That was on oil and gas company profits in the UK. And the EU just last week passed a similar measure. 
And in the meantime, earlier you mentioned that letter from the California Energy Commission to refinery executives, basically asking them, why are prices so high despite crude prices trending down? And we know you said you heard back from at least one of those companies, but does this have any teeth here or, or what can we expect moving forward here? That's another good question. Uh, the California Energy Commission did send that letter last Friday. And uh, they sent out a news release on Wednesday saying the price increases are, quote, unacceptable, but it did not say what actions the CEC could specifically take, saying only that, quote, the Energy Commission will use every tool at its disposal to get answers and refusal to respond will be a factor in any of the fixes necessary. So take that for what it's worth. Uh, if that's a veiled threat or whether that's something else, we just don't know. And Nicole, do we know, is that a veiled threat or have we seen other things like this from Newsom's administration? One thing I do want to talk about briefly is this mystery surcharge that we see in California. Um, you know, we all know that we pay more at the pump um, because of higher taxes and because it costs more to refine uh, oil here to make it clean burning. Um, but researchers, you know, can't explain this like mystery surcharge. Um, the math on those taxes and additional fees doesn't add up to how high the prices are at gas stations in California. Researchers like Severin Bornstein at UC Berkeley um, do believe that that these, these prices are just oil companies charging us more for fuel simply because they can. And earlier this summer, he estimated that mystery surcharge was as high as 70 cents a gallon, likely in pure profit for oil companies. And Rob, you want to jump in here? The other thing I want to bring up is that it's not just California's high gas taxes that make up part of the difference between California's high prices and the price of the U.S. There's also the fees that are involved in that, the cap and trade fees, for example, that are included in the cost of one gallon of, uh, of gasoline per in, in, Cal in California. Uh, to give you an example, Stillwater Associates, which is a fuel analyst company in Orange County, they did a recent study earlier this year. And in addition to the 59 cents per gallon that people are paying in excise taxes, I believe the, the, the national uh, gas taxes about 16 cents per gallon. Then when you add in cap and trade and other fees, it comes to about $1.25 per gallon more that Californians are paying in taxes every time they go to the pump. We know that Newsom and these oil companies, they've had beef for a while. The Western States Petroleum Association, they push back on California's ambitious climate goals, saying that they're meant to eliminate oil production and they'll only continue to drive prices up. Robert, Nicole, either of you feel free to jump in here. Have they pointed to any specific policies or proposals in terms of what's harming them? There is one big one. So this year, part of as part of Governor Newsom's climate package or, you know, a bunch of bills, one of the big ones would ban drilling of new oil wells within 3,200 feet. That's a little more than half a mile of neighborhoods, schools, hospitals, um, any sort of residential area where people spend a lot of time. Um, these have these wells can have adverse impacts on people's health, and this was also sort of advertised as a an environmental justice bill. A lot of these new wells are um, thrown out around communities of color. Um, so um, last week, 
soon after this bill was signed into law, someone on the board of the California Independent Petroleum Association filed a referendum uh, to gather signatures. And if they get enough, about 600,000 signatures in the next couple months, that would uh, pause the law from going into effect and then put it on the ballot in 2024. So that's uh, that's an example of a hard, you know, um, action that oil oil groups are taking to stop these one one of these climate bills. Yeah, and the, the Western State Petroleum Association, they sent me a statement, and they mentioned um, they didn't get into a whole lot of specifics, but they did mention how Newsom could reduce prices right away by suspending the gas tax, which is something that governors in other states have been doing uh, after gas prices went up earlier this year. Uh, the recently passed gas tax, I think it was about two or three years ago here in California, increases the excise tax each year. And this past July, it bumped up almost three cents to 53.9 cents per gallon. Alex, did you want to jump in here? I just want to say like, you know, the gas tax gets brought up a lot often to reduce gas prices. But I, I've i done this story last summer, actually, well, this past summer, that an economist talked to me, he says, there is no guarantees that even if we suspend the gas tax, that the oil companies or the gas companies will actually pass that savings on to consumers. So as of right now, it's around 51 cents per gallon. And the oil company could only pass probably 25 cents, if that, to the consumer. So even by pausing the gas tax, you know, there's nothing that keeps the oil company from pocketing that difference and not passing it on to consumers. And we'll get more into those gas tax proposals or, or getting removing the gas tax. But before that, is there like a clear person, entity, or even a situation that's at fault for these price increases? Or is that even the right way to be thinking about something like this? Well, there's a lot of finger pointing going on here, as we mentioned earlier in our discussion, because every time uh, if gas prices go up really high, politicians are on the hot seat. Also, no one really, really likes oil companies very much. But there, there is a fact that California does have fewer refineries now than it used to. Uh, there are about 15 refiners that serve the state compared to about 50 a few decades ago. So you could make a supply and demand argument there. But also, as we mentioned, uh, as far as that mystery gas surcharge, that hangs out there as well. So I, I think there's plenty of blame to go around. KPBS On Demand is supported by Under the Sun Foundation, presenting the Candlewood Arts Festival in Borrego Springs, featuring temporary public art projects that engage community and place. March 23rd. More at candlewoodartsfestival.org. You're listening to KPBS Roundtable. I'm Matt Hoffman, and joining us this week are Rob Nicoleski from the San Diego Union-Tribune, CAP Radio's Nicole Nixon, and Alexander Wynn from KPBS News is here. Let's talk about something now that some Californians may have forgotten about. When gas prices were soaring earlier this year, legislators promised relief. Enter in the middle-class tax refund. Nicole, do we know how much people can expect to get, and when should they be checking mailboxes and bank accounts? So those are actually going out today. Um, and if you are a single person making under $125,000, or if you're a couple filing jointly and making under $250,000, you qualify. Um, these refunds are based on income. So there's some tiers. 
Um, people may get different amounts. Um, the less you make based on your income in 2020, the higher your refund will be. And you'll also get a little bit more if you have a dependent um, in your household. So if taxpayers meet those qualifications, they can expect some money anywhere between $200 and a little over $1,000, again, based on income and household size in the coming weeks, um, either in your bank account via direct deposit or a debit card in the mail. And this is something that lawmakers and the governor agreed to in June as gas prices and inflation were spiking back then, and they're just going out now, I have to point out, as mail-in ballots are also being sent out this week and next to voters across the state. And Alex, we're also hearing that there could be some more financial relief with this new fuel blend that's being ordered up. Somebody mentioned it a little bit earlier. Do we know how much that could help here? Not much, really. The winter blend is cheaper to produce uh, for the oil companies, but it's also more polluting. But consumer can expect anywhere between 15 to 20 cents decrease. But with prices hovering at around $7 a gallon, I don't think it's going to do much to help consumers. And nor And also... Normally, the winter blend would go into effect around November 1st. So now we're seeing it basically just a month early. So refineries will still have to produce those winter blends. So it might not even see any effect until mid-October. But I do want to point out is that, uh, you know, there is more demand this fall as opposed to last fall. That demand is also causing this Uh, supply shortage that we have here, inventory uh, shortage that we have here. So that in turn is also driving up the prices. And you know, some are arguing that this could get worse before it gets better. Rob, let's talk about OPEC. It's been brought up here a few times. The Organization of Petroleum Exporting Countries, they're making some broad production cuts, or at least they announced it. What exactly are they going to be doing? Like, I don't know how heavily we rely on imported fuel and why is this happening? Yeah, California does rely on imported fuel. About half of the oil at California refineries come from foreign sources, such as Saudi Arabia, which is the big dog in OPEC plus. Um, Saudi Arabia is a swing producer, but not all of the foreign supplies that go into California refineries come from OPEC countries. Uh, Some of them come from places like Brazil and even Mexico. But when I have talked to fuel analysts this week about the OPEC cuts, they say they don't think it'll have much of an impact on California consumers, but that could change in the long run. But in the short term, they don't think it's going to have that much of an impact on what Californians are paying right now at the pump. And Nicole, we know that oil lobbyists, they'll point out that Californians pay more than a dollar in taxes every time they fill up. We talked about this a little earlier. There's been some talk about pausing the gas tax. Do we know who's advocating for that and how realistic it is, like bipartisan support, support from the governor? Yeah, this actually, uh, this has been talked about by Republican state lawmakers for actually over a year now. They were advocating for a gas tax holiday in the 2021 state budget Um a year ago, if you can believe that. Um, And like we said, they are saying it would immediately lower gas prices. Um, But as has been pointed out, Democrats and others say that there is nothing stopping oil companies from just pocketing that difference, even if taxes are lowered. Um, So 
As gas prices started coming up this spring, Republicans began pushing harder for this in the California legislature, and they did get some moderate Democrats to sign on to this idea of pausing fuel tax collections. Um, but it is not something the governor and top legislative leaders, um, you know, were open to at all. They really are opposed to the idea of stopping gas tax collections. They say that uh, you know, we need the money for transportation, even though we have a massive state budget. I think that they are just opposed to, um, you know, lowering oil prices when they have these climate goals. Um, so the refunds that we talked about earlier were sort of the solution or the let's do this instead of pausing the gas tax. And as we wrap up the show here, where does this go from here? You know, we know we have holiday travel season coming up right around the corner. Do we know if this upward trend will continue? Well, this is just a guess and everyone's making guesses, even fuel analysts in regards to gas prices and stuff. But I think we have hit the crest. I think that's been reached. Um, I, I don't think it's going to get much higher. And the indication that on Thursday, gas prices in San Diego went down a penny might be an indication that maybe we've reached the peak. Having said that, though, I think that gas prices will stay relatively high for quite a while. Keep in mind that in addition, you're talking about holiday travel demand, but also keep in mind that from a global perspective, that in the last, in the past year, gas prices have gone way up. They've gone up an awful lot in the last two years. And that has happened concurrently with demand in China slackening because of a number of COVID-19 outbreaks in China. And you got to figure that eventually when China straightens itself out as far as these COVID-19 outbreaks, that that demand, the global demand in uh, in, in oil is going to increase when China comes back in there at near 100%. So you put all those things together, I think we're going to be in a high gas price environment for the foreseeable future. And Nicole, uh, are you hearing anything out of Sacramento here? Well, like I mentioned at the top, um, you know, California has these goals to cut reliance on fossil fuels and phase out gas powered cars. So I do not see gas prices, you know, trending downwards to to where they were a few years ago. Um, if that's the goal for Democrats, I think that, you know, like Rob said, um, as as oil and gas get more scarce in California, it's going to end up costing more. I think that with the gas prices being as high as they are now, I don't think it's going down anytime soon, but I think it's going to drive the electrification of vehicles here in California. And we're going to have to end the discussion there. I want to thank you all so much for joining us this week. Nicole Nixon from CAP Radio, Rob Nikoleski from the San Diego Union-Tribune, and KPBS's Alexander Wynn. You can listen to Roundtable anytime as a podcast at kpbs.org or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Matt Hoffman. Roundtable's senior producer is Megan Burke, and our technical director is Adrian Villalobos. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great weekend. KPBS On Demand is supported by Under the Sun Foundation, presenting the Candlewood Arts Festival in Borrego Springs, featuring temporary public art projects that engage community and place. March 23rd. More at candlewoodartsfestival.org.